see Justin Timberlake. Holy Grail. You'd still off that album. Download that app. This is what it is. You'll see me. You thought somebody was gonna beat me to all of this? It doesn't happen. You mad? Stay mad. You cursed the day. Me, I'm the king of this DJ thing right here. Some people are afraid to be the best. Not TC and J. You know, uh, I was trying the because I I consider that uh, funk flex bit to be um, I don't know one of the top ten things an American has ever done. Okay. Just my opinion. Just one man's opinion. Uh, and so I was I was like, man, I need to hear that whole thing again. I, like I think that I think I was in the mood to just listen to the entire album with Funk Flex yelling behind it all the way through. And, That's uh, out there. Well, I mean, it was. That's how we got that. But what I'm telling you is, uh, is that it is not. Like the whole thing is no. Like the internet did not find it uh, worthy of keeping. So, if anyone else knows where it is or, or has it, uh, let me know. Now that I'm talking about it, I think there's a chance that uh, if I like went through, definitely don't have the whole thing, but I probably got more than what I played just there on some old hard drive. But boy, that sounds like a lot of work. See, I thought that was just the debut of that one song, and no, it's the whole album. Okay, cool. Because you know there was that weird dance that Jay Z, Kanye possibly Beyonce did and they've done it like four times of our stuff is only on title now it's not yeah our stuff is only on title now it's not and they, I swear to god that happened like three or four times yes. and I've um you know lost the ability to like pretty much if something's not on Apple Music and I know I should have already switched to Spotify I get it uh I don't Why? have it anymore um, why have I not switched or why do I not have that music anymore? Yeah, why would you switch? Apple music's good. Uh, I don't know. I, I you know, I guess I'm a fucking follower. They it all, seems like, they all have songs. Like, yeah, it seems like the, the AI or whatever you want to call it for Spotify is better, but I don't really want to talk about that. What Dude, I, what I do want to talk exceptional. about is whenever like you and I lived together and when we first started hanging out, I mean, I had like hard drives of heat. These are the the not right days, mm-hmm. and like you can't get that shit on Apple Music. None of it, like none of the reup gang mixtapes are on Apple Music. But do you know how to They're, put them on there? I do, but it's kind of like a beating. Like one, it's always hard worth drive, it, dude. It probably is, but it's like most of those hard drives are old. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't even know that they work anymore. Like I did a very poor job of maintenance on that front, but I used to like, well, that's just, not Apple music or Spotify's fault. Like, I don't know. I don't know that either of them are gonna, you know what I mean? Yes. But it was just back in the day before you had back in the day, it's like 10 years ago before you had Apple music or Spotify, that was like the way you got the song. So, like, you did it for everything, and you would upload it, and then you would, you know, straight up drag and drop it onto your iPod. Yeah. And so, I was just, like, used to doing it for everything. So, it was like, oh, yeah, of course, Cushion OJ, kids, um, and things I bought. Like, I had to drag and drop them. But, I don't know, like, the the 
subscription streaming service thing like kind of killed my whole that piff thing yeah i mean you just i i, I hear you it's, it's definitely a problem i wish that they had somehow but i mean you know it's obvious why they don't like the whole point of those mixtapes at the time yeah it was like we don't want to we were doing this entirely outside of the system so that we don't have to pay any copyright anything um but yeah dude like i i like my favorite mixtapes I, I just add them to my itunes and then they're everywhere like I can listen yeah, to them I on my phone. I probably if I have them should on my do computer. that because yeah, yeah. Those are especially those. The, just take the like one gang. afternoon to the just you know be like this. You you got your, you still working with like a, a task sheet? Yeah, but it's just getting murdered. Just put put that on the task sheet. Knock it out this weekend, and then for the rest of your life, this problem is solved. But I do remember. Um, I don't know if it was the day the album came out or the day that that song came out. I want to say it was probably like all at once. Kristen and I were going somewhere like when Magna Carta uh, Holy Grail came out. We were going on uh, a trip that I feel like involved a long flight. like within Washington, the first I think. That's Is my that guess. Because I remember it being it. 4th of July and the last time I remember you taking vacation on 4th of the July, you went to see your brother in Washington. You went to New York, same trip, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, <laughs> funny thing about that was also related to Jay Z was we paid um, we paid for some tickets to go to like a like a rooftop deal on July Fourth in New York, mm-hmm. and you know how like people get mad. Well, some people get mad about some of the shots you see uh, on Fox NFL Sunday of like the stockyards. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that's not that's not accurate. Uh, I swear to fucking God, man, they listened to Alicia Keys and Jay Z New York <laughs> State of Mind probably twenty five times in a two hour period. Oh God, yeah, they're like, like, oh, hey, they, this they song's about song. here. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. <laughs> you I get fucking it. dummies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so maybe you're right, but yeah, I remember like getting on the plane and the album and maybe come out that morning and being like, this is going to change everything. And like, I have not listened to it since then. That's too bad. It's good. It it's got some songs. Sucks. No, it's fine. Dude, that it's album's the, fine. It is How would you fine. know? You haven't listened to it. I mean, okay. I've listened to it a tiny little bit. I like uh, the Kid Cudi song. I don't even remember the Kid Cudi song. I feel like there's a song with Kid Cudi on it, but... I'm not saying there's not. The fact uh, that I don't know what song it was might mean that's on another album, and I don't even know. I mean, it, it's 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 an average album. Yeah, it's fine. I have a problem with overrating things that I've waited a long time for. Yeah, yeah. No, that like wasn't a title season. deal. That was a uh, Samsung. Download that app. Get that album. Download that app. <laughs> Download that app. What a weird thing for him to be saying. Like, it it felt in the, like, I'm sure that there were articles written about, like, this is the future. This is how it will be now. Um, But to me, it felt like this is a weird-ass thing that's never going to be repeated. I mean, I guess, which came first, that or the U2? Because the U2 thing was the same same deal. That's a good question. But they so if I if my claim was they would only try it once, I was wrong. But but they only tried it twice. It has not become a, a normal part of life. And so I'd, I'd say it felt retro the second it happened. Yeah, it it's 
it's quibby. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little quibby. Uh, I I saw a commercial for Quibby where they said that the show would be different if you watched on your phone upright or if you tilted it. Are you serious? Yeah. Like I think that it's like told from two different perspectives. And see, here's the problem: like the 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 story just looked like dog shit, and I didn't care. Um, but uh, like it 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 was like the, the it's like two people are experiencing the same. Like you know, there's a story with two people, and you get one person's side if you're holding it upright. And you get the same like that that point in time from the other person's perspective if you if you switch it to the the long mm. ways. So. They're free for six months if you sign up now. Okay, yeah, promo code banter. <laughs> uh, I had no idea about this as I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for the uh, for the record Quibi? Holy Grail. Oh, uh, Jay Z. He literally had to pay for this. Jay Z lyrically sampled rock group Nirvana's single "Smells Like Teen uh, Teen Spirit" after receiving permission from Court, uh, Courtney Love, who owns the rights to the song. Yeah. But, like, you can't just say Holy Grail? What do you mean? Like, wh- where is the sample in there? Uh, he sings it. Like, he, he, he's the, the Here We Are Now, enter- uh, I think he, yeah, Here We Are Now, Entertain Us is the uh, Nirvana line. I think he says Here We Are Now, Entertainers in the Jay-Z song, but I don't know. God damn. And you got to pay a half a bill for that, probably? They might have done more than that, but I don't think so. I I think that was it. And I would I mean, say there's absolutely no instrumentation sampling on that song. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't. I didn't hear it. I mean, you know, might be talk. I don't. I don't oh, know the. Oh, you know what? I know the part you're talking about. In the refrain. Yeah. That you absolutely could have had that song without that. I think so. What? What? Do you, oh, you mean the song? No, I'm. Just, I'm just saying you probably could have just repeated the words without paying anyone. Like Pitbull does that, that all I don't the time. Know. You ever does listen? He? You ever listen to Pitbull's lyrics? And I do a lot. I fucking love <laughs> him. Um, he, uh, the man is not creative. Like, th- and that's kind of what I like about him. Is like, it's like, it, it's it's as if someone said, like, how could I have the most fun possible in music without like having any, and I mean any ability to do anything related to music. And I think it's a beautiful experiment as as such. And so one way that he papers over that is about half the time he's talking, he's referring to some other song. Like pop on timber and uh, and, and tell me how many of those words are like words Pitbull actually had to write rather than just like, uh, you know, repeating something like, like uh, even like swing your partner round and round. Like he, he works that in like. I don't. I don't know the name of that song, but it's not Pitbull's song. I'll tell you that. Uh, I don't know. He's, I he's an inspiration that. to me. I, yeah, no, I, I like it. <laughs> he's made a fucking ton of money off it. It's pretty cool though that uh, Chris Novoselic is listed as a as a writer of Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah, uh, he of now. Um, I think he's a MAGA guy. Yeah, he is. You, you know, a lot that. of times those uh, those Eastern Bloc folks, you know. They kind of go the other way than you'd expect. I'm kidding. He uh, lived in America his whole life. He's he's of uh, Croatian descent, but I don't think that's a major factor in his uh, decision to embrace Donald Trump. You know, the Dilbert guy likes him too. Yeah, I know about the fucking Dilbert guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you and you know, I was never really a Dilbert guy. I had no problem um, with Dilbert. We, we might have been a little bit young for it, but oh, definitely, I don't know. yeah. I don't think office humor was a big thing for me in second grade. But, but I, there was a lot. There was lots of shit that I pretended to think was funny. Yeah, that I didn't really get, and I don't remember ever faking the funk for Dilbert. Uh, my they looked the same, so I I grouped them, or at least in my memory, they look similar. Far side, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. dad was a huge Far Side guy. He had the calendar every year until he stopped making yeah. the calendar. My stepdad was really into Calvin and Hobbes. So Dude, I'm like really our, into Calvin and Hobbes. I read I all the fucking books as a kid. Yeah, he would keep. Uh, we had Calvin and Hobbes, like uh, you know, like bathroom books. Yeah, dude. That's um, what's up. That and you know, uh, to me, especially as a child, any book can be a bathroom book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess anything that keeps you in there a little longer, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not in a mood to uh, have you or uh, anyone on Twitter dissect my decisions as like a six year old. Um, so I don't know why I'm offering this up, but yeah, as a kid, I definitely was like, I, I would just get, I would just get in a groove, you know, I loved reading. Like I was addicted to reading as a child and, uh, like I, I, I would just, I wouldn't want to do anything else. I would have like full tunnel vision. And so like, I, I would like delay taking the shit for like a long ass time. So big, man, I don't want to do it. I'm reading this fucking book. And then I would definitely bring the book in me, bring the book with me. Um, and then, yeah, I would just be in there for like a half an hour reading a book. Just be like, yeah, I know I'm done, but like this fucking chapter is good. And no one is bothering me. And yeah, yeah that's probably the biggest thing. Less questions yeah, that, asked. Yeah, that and uh, I assume I know the answer to this um, because, you know, you're a city boy. But we were really into Hank the Cowdog. <laughs> I, I read Hank the Cowdog. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it, man. I want to say that we like uh, went to a signing or something like that. Surely a the signing. author lived around here or toured Texas or something like that. Uh, Midland. We went to some kind of Hank the Cow Dog I'm event. looking at it now. Midland. Okay. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's quite conceivable that they would like every once in a while drive to Dallas to do a book signing or something. I, I don't know. Did, it was, it might've just been like a reading by like someone that worked at that Barnes and Noble or some shit. Like I, I, I don't have very specific memories, but it was something where me and uh, my childhood best friend, Austin Shockley, we both loved it. So uh, our parents, when they heard there was a Hank, the cow dog event, he had a dog named Hank for uh, for a while. And then it died because dogs do that. They do do that. Everything. How, does, old, how old is Henry right now? Uh, we got him in 2012. So he's eight. Okay, so he's got a minute, and I don't know what the trajectory of uh, that breed is, but we had to. Uh, I think, think I we guess, got a comfortable five years at least. Yeah, I, that's about what I was thinking. We had to uh, the other day um, do like a deep teeth cleaning, mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, I give her like bones to to. <laughs> ostensibly clean your teeth but I, I i don't know what the fuck they were grifting me for but they were like you need to get this done they ran some tests and said that it was okay for her to engage in you know anesthesia but that's still like a pretty weird drop off mm. like when they're 10 you know yeah and you certainly have to sign something that says hey uh if we kill your dog sorry yeah but i mean you know anesthesia is tough no matter what yeah, yeah. Kanye's so I don't knows. know. It's we. It's it's a. Uh, here's it where I'm going with this. I don't know. 
Go ahead. It's not anesthesia, but it it's anesthesia be. for for surgery, for plastic surgery for for Donda. But where I'm going with this is, I remember, and I've certainly we're so goddamn old in this podcast game now that like it's excusable if we say I've said this before. Sure, but. I was fucking wrecked when my first uh, dog died. Yeah. It's actually one of like the first like extremely negative memories that I have. Hmm. How old were you? Uh, Seven. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's about how old I was. And uh, I don't know, man. It, it, It pre like this is still to a large extent how I deal with death and just kind of be like. All right. Sucks. What can we do about it? I'll uh, see you guys later. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, whether it's defense mechanism or, or not, that's yeah, the appropriate surely way is. to probably do it. But I was fucked up big time. I, I, think, it, I think feeling your feelings has uh, some upsides. I'm, I'm not, like, touting mine as, like, I've got it figured out. I, I kind of wish that I interfaced with it a little more. But I don't know. I'm, I, it's, that, that does not come naturally to me. Well, feeling them too much also has downsides. Sure, sure. <laughs> As uh, you know, you've known me for a minute now, so yeah. you're well aware of that. But I mean, we had a dog uh, before that, but it was my mom's dog, and she was super, super old. She was like literally 15, 16 years old. So this dog I got um, when I was—I mean, she she died at four years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I was thinking about this the other day, like during the drop off of just would it be better? If the dog went before Nora knew that she was alive. I mean, she knows she's alive now. Of course, but outside of Harper's .0001% memory uh, recollection outlier thing, yeah. she would never know. You know, it wouldn't bum her out. Um, You know, like it certainly wouldn't bum her out in the way that it would if she were like six or seven. Uh, but Izzy knows henry now she asks for him whenever he's not around um and so she she would do so she's she's missing him then and so yeah if he were permanently not around like she'd move on she'd forget about it whenever she was an adult she'd have no recollection of him outside of pictures right um but uh it's not like you're getting it's not like there's no experience there but i i yeah obviously it's much less than than seven so I don't know. I feel like you're you're overthinking that. Like, but it, oh, I guess so, so more I time with really the dog up. is good. Yeah. So I guess the flip side of that is 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 it better if if you've if you do have a memory of the dog, but it comes with uh, being bummed out. Like that's your sort of overarching, overriding memory is just being like, ah, geez. I mean that that loved and lost thing was something that because uh, that that's that's the basic uh, thing we're hitting on here, right? Is sure. uh, yeah, yeah. Is, is it better to experience the emotion than have it taken away, or uh, you know, just not? And and having a kid really flipped my mind on all that. Like uh, if if yeah. if she had like not made it through the first week, I would have had zero regrets. You know, like like obviously I would have wished that she made it longer than that. But I would have been like, man, that was an awesome fucking week. That is an incredible blessing. I'm so happy to have that. Like, I wouldn't change a thing. That is exactly how I felt about the child. So now I kind of figure that I shade that way on everything else. Yeah, and I think your your take on that is commendable but unique 
but I think it's also a lot more complicated when it's an animal because as much as I love her, I mean, <laughs> it's an animal. It's not a person. Yeah. Like when you're talking about a person, it's like, well, there's agency there, et cetera. And you're like, well, they should just be as long as, uh, as uh, alive as long as possible. Whereas, you know, with a dog, it's kind of like, eh, you know, I yeah, kind of want you to do whatever makes around, us around the, hap- the most happy. Are very, very weird. Like, I, I yeah. don't like thinking about the edge cases there. There's a ton of them, you know, of like, like, did, did you end up paying to get your dog's ACL repaired or it just worked out? Did not, man. Did not. And, you know, I talked to a ton of people about it. We ended up going with, uh, you know, probably a complete flush of money, which was a about a six-month course of laser therapy. Mm-hmm. So they would just, you know, massage the muscle with heat and we put her on some medication, which honestly, probably most of that did nothing. But I talked to a number of people, um, you know, I think like my cousin and then maybe my aunt and uncle had the same thing with their dog, his parents. And they were like, yeah, whenever our dog tore uh, his and her uh, ACL, they couldn't walk. And I was like, well, I fucking walk this dog every day. Yeah. So... I don't know that I feel like spending $3,500 per knee. And they were like, all right, we're going to have to do one of them. And then we're going to have to do the other one a year later because that's how long it's going to take them to rehab the first one. And I'm like, this thing's going to live 12 years. I'm not going to give you $7,000 and take two years off of her life. You know, it was just, it just wasn't feasible. That makes a ton of sense, everything you're saying. But. You know, and and she but seems I also fine. Some, like, you I, know, I got I was, some criticism from people, to be sure. Yeah, like listeners or friends or what? Yeah, even like you know, people who listen to the podcast and and on the air, they were like, "Dude, you've got to fix it." Like she's in pain; she just doesn't know how to express it to you. And I'm like, "Well, we walk twenty minutes a day, and she's not limping. She can jump up on the couch. She can jump up on the bed. So I'm sorry." The data collection methods I have indicate that this is absolutely not worth seven thousand dollars in two years. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, I, I I still don't really know if that was right. That's just that's what we did. So I shouldn't be staring at my phone, but I am. And uh, just a I short. I swear to fucking god, bro. If what? this is about the White Sox. Oh no, I'm watching that on the computer. Four one man on third, two outs. Big spot for Nick Madrigal. Oh. Very confident he's going to come through. You asked oh. for it, dude. You asked for it. Um, but uh, no, my my wife sent both of us a text, and uh, right, I want you to know here. that's not store bought. See here. Oh god damn! She's she's making her own Mexican pizzas now. <laughs> oh my god. That looks amazing. It looks like the real thing, doesn't it? It actually looks better. <laughs> yeah, so she she made a... We were working on a video tonight, so I don't know how long it'll take me to edit. Probably a while. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll get that up on her YouTube at some point. My wife's got a cooking YouTube. I don't know if we Fuck. talked about that. Dude, that tostada looks so, so crisp. Yeah, we got uh, La Nueva will sell you their tortillas. So I just went and bought a bag of La Nueva tortillas and she uh, she fried them up. Oh, it's good, bro. <laughs> I'm excited for when we wrap this up. I wish I would not have seen this mid-pod. Those tomatoes <laughs> look extremely fresh, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, dice tonight. God damn it. <laughs> hey, Especially from, uh, from, not, from La Nueva, no less. 
we we should we should figure this out this is something that you can enjoy as well dude like uh we would love to have you guys over enjoy some mexican pizzas all around yeah i'm sure kristen will be super pumped (laughs) she doesn't like him i thought she'd at least like support you what part (laughs) she supports you plenty dude yeah um she likes pizza like she 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 appreciates your pizza love consistently yeah but i don't know that she's really in on the mexi pie like i am but yeah um all Uh, right nikki did not quick good Mm. still up for one go ahead real quick um i mean we got like plenty of podcasts left doesn't have to be quick we were talking about uh, you and your parents going to a Hank the uh, Cowdog uh, book signing. We were talking about that, yes. So I, I just had Googled something real quick. That's the only reason I remembered it, because I still have the tab up. I have zero idea why this happened. But I remember when I was a kid, uh, I'm trying to look at his filmography and see what my mom must have been really into. Lou Diamond Phillips? no. My mom went to uh, in Fort Worth, and I remember this because she took a photo with him and had it uh, like an autographed picture of him as well. When he was probably like fucking 83, 84, my mom mom went to a deal where you could get an autograph from Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) Jimmy Stewart. I thought for sure it would be John Wayne because I know her longstanding. <laughs> when did he die? Is the, does the math work there? But J- Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I'm sure he's great. I'm sure people will get mad <laughs> if I say that. <laughs> That's a dumb use of time. But. And it was hung in our house. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. You <laughs> <laughs> gave the Hong Kong Paul. Okay. Yeah. And now I now Jimmy Stewart to me is nothing more than a jub jub voice, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like I, 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 I literally I can't like as I'm it like it looks like his last movie was made in nineteen seventy eight. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I'm surprised he made it around long enough so to get to Fort Worth at that late date. Yeah, I don't know if my mom, who was born in sixty, was just really into you know, 50s movies or what, but I was like, God damn, this guy looks like a ghost in this picture. Like, (laughs) this is who you guys went to see? And she probably was like 30. Yeah. She wasn't like an old bag at the time. Like her, her 31, 32 year old dream was like, let's get an, let's go get an autograph from Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Who first hit the silver screen in, 1937 jesus <laughs> she really identified with his work a lot oh man i was um, raised by an old woman talking moms mine's got mm-hmm. something going on right now i'm oh, a, yeah? i'm trying to see what the latest is but uh her instagram got hacked <laughs> and it's been your mom a- has an instagram she I'm like you can look on it still. I'm pretty sure, yeah. That the the first picture on there. So I, I'm trying to check if this is uh, protected or not. I don't think that it is. Um, but so uh, so I, it's it's Flem Fam Fifty. Do you think that's a cool? Why are you giving this out, little portmanteau? Because it's not hers anymore, dude. Type it in right now. Go check it out, and you'll figure out why I'm giving this out. Uh, the first picture is uh, one that she posted where uh, 
she's uh you know just reading a book out on the thing or whatever all the rest of the pictures are like pictures of women but not especially attractive women they also all look russian to me that's what i was also going to say or at least like blocky yes yes like clearly from that part of the world and i i just want to know what's the what's the long game like Step one was hack some old lady, or you know, uh, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, some old lady's Instagram in America. Step two. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Step two, post a bunch of pictures of like, because if it was like all hot, so you'd be like, okay, I see what's going on here. They're trying to trying to drive up the views, maybe a little honeypot situation. Yeah. But like, this is no one's idea of like, I know this will reel them in. Uh and then step three Spet, is question mark. Spet step Lana four is profit. sitting on her on her kitchen floor. <laughs> I I love the one where it's a woman who certainly seems like she's done meth once or twice in her life, uh, just like leaning against some like mastodon figurines. Yeah, like a statue of mastodons. Kind of look like dicks. Yeah, I, I and and I noticed that uh, she turned off, or uh, probably he. Uh, the hacker turned off comments. I was disappointed to know that. I, I, I had a number of things I wanted to say about these videos uh, or pictures, but uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to. I think that uh, I think it also did affect her uh, her Facebook. She's just got a lot of weird shit going on right now. <laughs> Let's go back to the first one that she actually posted uh, back in 2013 where she hashtagged it chillax. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, I've... I've been doing my best for a while now, okay? Yeah, no, I mean, that that, that follows with uh, a long-time tenant of my uh, opinions about how the internet is breaking us, mm-hmm. which is uh, when, you know, suburban women, just really anybody who's not, like, actively involved with, like, current youth culture, the rate at which they will begin to use terms that the youth use it's warp speed now relative to like the no 90s gap. or the t- 2000s 2010s like i feel like i heard my mom say bling bling and i was like all right it's fucking over yeah like a decade after it started yeah yeah but now uh i can be at thanksgiving like two weeks after a video drops and my aunt's like damn daniel <laughs> i'm like what the fuck did you just say uh one of these does appear to have russian writing in the background so that's yeah, all the all these women look like i mean some, some of them been in a bread line like some of them look like they could be hispanic possibly possibly yeah but, i suppose so but several like, of them are distinctly uh eastern nothing but white people in russia right yeah well there is the asians you remember that? Remember when we Ooh, cl- looked into whether or not there was Asians in Russia? I think more our debate was looking into whether or not Russians are Asian. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, obviously, ethnically, those, like, the, the people who live in Siberia are descended from, you know, the same, like, general bloodlines as the people just across the border in Mongolia, I think it is. Uh, but, but yeah, that for hundreds of years, I, I went to Siberia, get annexed. What's the deal there? Um, they've been, I know nothing about Russia before 1917. 
they've been they've been uh, they've been Russian. So that's when my class started. You took a class on Russia. <laughs> We've been through this, bro. I don't remember everything. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. It was really cool because um, he he uh, kept the little uh, the what do you call them? Well, obviously, if I don't remember, um, nesting dolls. Yeah, but that's not what they call them, though. Oh, Matryoshka. it was that? Uh, Matryoshka something, but he would keep them on the desk every day. That's cool. Like, eight of them lined up. Like, he would set them up. Like, he would take them out of the big one and, you know. Let's remember what we're doing it for, boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny, too, because, like, Kristen is really into this podcast right now called, uh, I think she was telling you about it a couple weeks ago, The Royal Blood. Maybe she didn't tell you that. I don't know. It's called, I think uh, she did. No- I'm trying Noble to remember Blood. the premise. Noble Blood. It's essentially just like, you know, the thing that, uh, and maybe this needs more investigation at some point, just like how much it seems like females are into uh, podcast, not content about murder in general. <laughs> um, yeah. Just flat out. Like, I don't know if they, uh, they just have suppressed... Um, you know, desires for, for rage and violence that, you know, perhaps some of us are able to get out in other ways, like, you know, lifting fucking weights. I thought you meant masturbating. That works too. Uh, but she was like, hey, do you know about, like, the last of the czars? I'm like, yeah. Where you want me to start? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's where the class started. Yeah, it was really fucking cool, man. Really, really cool. Yeah, uh, that, that's interesting shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, like a, a, a good podcast, like Reply All would, would follow up my mom's Instagram story with uh, an explanation for why there are Eastern European women on my mom's Instagram. <laughs> also, the uh, the profile picture is my favorite one. <laughs> I forgot yeah, about it. <laughs> I'm pretty confused by that as well. It's just um, a woman. It looks in, like, like a woman fucking... doing karate. <laughs> yeah, she's doing karate. <laughs> oh, so uh, so I, I don't know. I, I I wish that we were the kind of people that told you an awesome, interesting story that explained why this is going on. But uh, that that's the end of it right now for me. I'm I'm just, I'm just dragging you along into the mystery with me. Yeah, and I can't see uh, any like my my family business. Uh, their Instagram or Twitter because I blocked all of them the second they got the accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked yeah. them on Twitter. I blocked them on Instagram. Oh, by the way, um, this may take another week because I don't know when we're going to do it on the air. But if you guys want a slight homework project, mm-hmm. you need to watch The Social Dilemma. Did you, was someone telling me about that? Did you tell me about that? I think I did, but I don't know because it's... Oh, no, someone emailed me and, like, asked, have you, like, are you guys going to talk about this on the podcast or something like that? Dude. I didn't, I didn't look into it. I, I would like to, whatever it is. I bet it's good. I was, like, extremely geeked up after Cowboys postgame the other night. Just from, sure. Why not? You know, being pissed off uh-huh. and having six cups of coffee, but... It's uh it's really it's really bad, dude. It hurts. And that, you know, it dovetails with over the weekend we had not only the Daily Beast article about what's that medicine called that they're all hard up on. 
heroin. The Q, the Q people. Oxychloroquine or whatever? Uh, adrenochrome. Okay. Yeah, so like there's a Q thing that <laughs> that believes that there's a, uh, a, a chemical that is secreted from the human body, but it can only be harvested if somebody's alive. Mm-hmm. And that that's like what your Hillary's and your, you know, Uma's, that that's, that's their whole deal. Okay. That's kind of a more comprehensive thing than they had come up with before. Right. Um, and then there was, there was an article uh, on Time's website um, from a reporter that was in Kenosha and didn't actually have anything to do with Jacob Blake um, of, you know, talking to, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about probably more on Thursday, but fuck it, we're here. Uh, I think I had underestimated because, um, you know, my, my, uh, the number of suburban women that I know personally is, is really not like, it's pretty small. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of them all still work you know your a lot. neighbor. I don't know her that well, but I can absolutely promise you that this is something she would be susceptible to, which is, I guess I had never really considered, um, and Ben Collins, who I've tried to get on the show before, but he's freezing me out. So I assume at this point, he's probably not going to do it. Um, but he's a big Mavs fan. He might be a Dallas guy. Cause he follows like a bunch of people on Mavs Twitter covers all this stuff for NBC news. And it's interesting because, you know, he has been just like shouting into the abyss. Like this is a bigger voting block than people realize. And a, a tremendous amount of it, it's women. It's yeah, suburban, no, you it's su- suburban you certainly women. That. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's, and it's not people who are uneducated, right? It's, it's people who seemingly from reading, you know, the reporting on it, it's people who don't really work all that much. And they spend their full days, like I saw our buddy Jason post on Twitter the other day a screenshot of, he said, this is somebody that my brother went to high school with. She posts stuff like this about a dozen times a day. And it was fucking insane, dude. Yeah. And it's like, I guess I'd never really considered that people who, uh, if you mix up this cocktail, right, I don't really have to work. Um, I'm educated enough to know where to look for things that possibly could, you know, hurt me. Uh, and then third, I have this innate like mama bear thing, which makes me more susceptible to believe any sort of, you know, piece of information, be it easily, you know, verifiable or not that has to do with harming children. Yeah. And these, dude, this article that was in Time was like, there was a quote in there that was like, from a woman that was like, you know, at this point, if Biden wins, I really don't see any other option other than to, you know, put my kids in the car, close the garage, roll down the windows and start the car. So. Which is what people did whenever Hitler got killed, by the way. Did they really? There was a mass, at least from what I've seen. Uh, you know, people remarking it in the past week since that article came out, there was a tremendous amount of suicide in Germany uh, after the bunker happened. Because people just, they simply could not believe that there was a life after Hitler. Yeah, I mean, you know, I could buy that. Also, uh, 
it, it probably was more of that. Like I'm, I'm just filling in how I would react in my brain. And if I had my brain, then I probably wouldn't have ended up in the situation that they were in. So sure. Um, but I, I would have just been like, boy, I'm kind of fucked now. Now that now that he's not pushing this boat forward, it's uh, now the momentum has stopped. People are going to start to ask some real questions about why I was just so cool with shipping all of my neighbors off to concentration camps. I wouldn't really want to face those questions. Yeah, but I think I mean I think you said it right at the beginning there, right? I yeah. mean, yeah, no, that, that's that's probably not the explanation, but uh, it's it's a thought that occurred to me. Um, man, I uh, so I, I there's a year wrong about about the Jim Jones thing, of course, and uh, I listened to it, and one, I know we've talked about it. I like I, I think that we've done podcasts on it, uh, like more than just like referencing it. I did not recall at all the uh, scale of the number of people, like largest oh, loss of American life before before nine eleven. Like in a single day, uh, American civilians dying. There's like yeah. a thousand, dude. Like that's close no, to nine. It's 9/11. not a thousand, but yeah, I think it was, dude. Might have been like a thousand on the compound. And I guess I thought that you know a significant number of those people were Guianian or whatever the the proper word for that is, but um, yeah, I, I suppose if you put it in those terms of largest loss of American life before nine 11, that, that really hits. Um, but I don't know, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that like, that's like, it's way different to me, but for some reason, the fact that there's like a religious component and you know, there I've, as I'm sure you have, and probably a lot of people listening have too, there are countless documentaries on that. And I've seen probably four or five of them, right? Is a uh, nine hundred nine. Okay, well that's a lot. <laughs> See, um, but I just didn't know that you all get those this people, one technically, but I feel good about it. I just didn't know that even like the the majority of those people were American. Uh, I think so, dude. And um, the the thing that they were detailing that I, I I brought all this up to talk about because this is the part that uh, ties in more directly to what we were discussing just now is. Uh, they Women. like had a, a go sign signal like that they would send out over the radio. Like they told like, you know, there were Jonestown or people's temple people living in America still. And so like they got word out to them like, Hey, uh, we all said we we're going to kill ourselves. So we're going to do that now. And, uh, the, by far the most common reaction was to be like, I'm not going to fucking kill myself. You know, there's no one around. Like, no, I'm just going to pretend like I've never met you people. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Um, yeah. but there was a, there was a woman who, uh, was in the, the capital of Guyana and, uh, had her kids with her and she just went in there and slit their throats and then killed herself. Yeah. Like she was not under any duress or direction. Like, and I mean, you know, a lot of the people who were drinking the Kool-Aid weren't either. Um, but like, yeah, I, I think that there was like armed people around during the, the drinking of the Kool-Aid part. Right. Yeah, there were. Uh, so, so you know, it's a little bit of uh, coercion, but th- this this woman's just like in an apartment in a city, like knows that everyone who would keep her accountable is going to be dead within an hour, and was just like, "That's what they told me." You know, this is what God wants me to do. Yeah, yeah, and again, it's consistent with with just general. You know, I suppose the shorthand would be brainwashing, but 
Um, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm not trying to like write an excuse for Jim Jones or Jonestown, but Go and again, on. There, there 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 are conflicting reports on how well things were going there. Yeah. Um, before that happened, you know, like there were some people that said, and even people who survived that have said, you know, we had a fairly harmonious society, mm-hmm. and it was to an extent what we were promised. Uh, there are other people who contradict that, but you know, it felt to me to a to a certain degree like almost religious in a way that like Q and <laughs> Trump doesn't. It feels a lot more hollow, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like they built a fucking city, dude. Yeah, in the middle yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, like yeah. that takes work. It yeah, takes no, community. I wouldn't say the same thing. Yeah, it takes like they they you know. Well, how about this? It was the '60s. Uh, whenever they first started, and they were, you know, <laughs> if you look at, like, at least the Western Hemisphere at that time, they were pretty progressive when it comes to, like, integration. Oh, yeah, of course. No, it's, so, it, like, like they're, they're, yeah. Jim Jones, like, was a progressive believer who, like, fought, like, like at the same time, while being, like, clearly showing evidence that he was an egomaniac and, like, you know, someone who, you know, fucking sociopath or whatever like all, all that stuff's always there and so I'm, I'm not here to be like yeah jim jones is great but like his he he moved to california because like indiana was not sufficiently progressive for him and i like it wasn't like california at the time was like as progressive as it is now i believe that the specific location of california was chosen for like reasons that he settled on after reading like uh, an article on what places were least likely to be affected by nuclear war so uh, I, d- I don't want to get yeah. too too confused here, but de- he definitely was leaving Indiana for the purpose of like, man, you guys just aren't with me on this stuff. Like you, you do not have sufficiently progressive racial views. He always had uh, like a very integrated and uh, you talk about cubing a voting block. This is just within San Francisco, not like the country. But uh, he, there's like all kinds of, uh, you know, connections, correspondence, pictures, of uh him with various san francisco leaders like he was good at turning out the vote like he you know his his people would would vote for whoever he endorsed in large numbers and like they would volunteer for whoever he endorsed in large numbers like that was that was something where people were like man if we can get jim on board this would be cool you know like this would really help this city council campaign yeah, and I guess, like, to speak out of both sides of my mouth, like, that's really just sort of a, you know, to tie it back to Trump and that Time article, like, it's just cult of personality, but, um, yeah, I don't know, like, in reading that article and then in, in reading the Daily Beast thing, too, it's just like, you know, <laughs> you think of this as something that preys upon the mind of, of frankly, just uneducated people. Yeah. But in thinking about this a lot over the last, you know, four or five days since I saw that article, um, you know, a lot of times, if we're going to just speak in generalities here, and I'll I'll do that, you don't have to, uh, a lot of times, like, people who are not super educated are, like, they're too busy to convince themselves of shit this crazy. Yeah, yeah, I think there's really something to that. Like so you end up, yeah, you end figure up this with, out on while working three jobs, right? Exactly. So you end up with people who either have an eight-hour-a-day job or a six-hour-a-day job or no job, and because of you know a number of factors that that seems to in a lot of cases end up being disproportionately females, and then again you add in that that last element I mentioned of just being 
you know, protectionist of your family. And if you believe that something is, that if it occurs, it's, it's going to result in your family being, you know, kidnapped or kidnapped and molested or sold into, you know, sex slavery. It's just, it's, I'd never really given this more thought than a, Hey, this is kind of insane because these people are weirdos, but a couple of them are going to be in Congress. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, there are a lot of people in Congress, dude. Don't worry. Um, I don't. So the the cu- couple things uh, that I I, I would I want to talk about on, on this on this topic. One, uh, do you believe like like is this like a but for the grace of God goes I kind of deal? Like, do you think that if you sat at home with this much time on the internet, it would be inevitable that like you would go down this spiral, or do you do you think that it's like uh, if if you if you have a lot of time to spend on the internet and you have these certain traits, like, do you think that we're, we're looking at a hundred percent of the people who are online this much or, you know, like 90%, some high percent, um, end up here? Or do you think that there's a lot of people that are online a ton that are just like, nah, that stuff's still bullshit, but I want to keep reading about stocks or whatever. Yeah. I guess my first thought would just be that it's, you know, cast a wide enough net and you can find even if it's like 20% of those those people uh that's still a lot yeah um but i suppose i i don't really i don't really know without being in that situation what do you think i i think that if i sat at home all day on my computer which you know i kind of do uh i think i'd still i could do this for for several decades and not walk out of it a, a full q believer yeah, and I think there's probably something, too, of, like, what you're, you know, I'm not saying there's nobody who's 34, 35 who believes this stuff, because there certainly is, but I also think, you know, um, there's a critical, you know, digital literacy element to this as well, yeah. where if you didn't get the internet until, you know, you were even maybe five to eight, ten years older than than we are, you might have a slightly higher degree of susceptibility, but that also might be giving myself too much credit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Um, and then, then the other thing I just wanted to observe about it is like, it, it has become, I feel like in the last 10 years, like conspiracy has like shifted, like just what it means to like, what, what, what people mean when they say like, Oh, are you a conspiracy guy? Um, and I mean, it depends person to person. I'm sure some people still have the old definition, but I, I like I was, uh, I went to go visit, this is a couple of years ago. And I think I mentioned it at the time I went to go visit my friend, Mike in Houston and, uh, one of our other Excel classmates, like, uh, you know, he texted her to see what she was doing and we met up at the, the same bar or whatever. And, uh, she, you know, was like, oh, you guys like conspiracies or whatever. And, you know, I'm in, in my head, I'm like, uh, thinking about the the lizard people and John Titor and I'm like hell yeah I love conspiracies and then you know she I don't think Q was going on then but it was very much like all like a uh, Pepe kind of stuff I know Pepe is yeah. not a conspiracy but like I don't know she she like remains like a uh, I I have questions about the degree to which uh, she you know harbors uh clearly like nationalist uh uh feelings yeah. but she's never like real clear about it like in her social media like it's just you see a thing every once in a while where you're like huh. Huh. um but uh so i i don't know what's going on there but like it just 
And I, I think that that's like a, a common enough experience, you know, because the like I, I can see how if you could do anything on the internet all day, reading about stuff like this would be a cool thing because like that that whole like hidden knowledge, trying to get at what they don't want you to know, you know, like I it gives you the the in group vibe. Yeah, and just like, you know, the same same reasons why you read about like unsolved mysteries, like whatever itch you're scratching doing that kind of stuff, it's awesome. I love it. I have loved it since I was a little kid. Like, you know, just any kind of like there was we uh we ended up with a book at Excel that was just kind of like a reference book that just like listed you know, like unsolved crimes. Like I think there was a time that someone, uh, like a woman shot someone with an umbrella in a crowd and then just like was gone. Uh, and it was just shit like that, you know? Um, and I, I, I couldn't read that thing enough. And so I, I feel like they're, you're, you're getting the same, you know, what, whatever chemical your brain's giving you on those stuff. I think that's what they're trafficking on. Right. Um, and so if, if you told me like I could have a whole bunch of time to spend, however, like reading Wikipedia articles of, uh, conspiracy stuff is, you know, like I, I love that. So, uh, you know, doing it about a, a child conspiracy or whatever. I mean, you know, there's specifics to the Q thing where like, obviously it gets a little silly. Um, like, you know, the first post was like, Hillary's going to be arrested next week. And that was several years ago. And, uh, here she walks free. Um, but you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I kind of get it, right? Yeah, I get it. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's that, that, that in-group dopamine hit of, look, I know something you don't know. Dude, it's sandbox theory, right? Like, to a, to a certain extent. Like, don't you love knowing about a band before other people? And we all do. Yeah, it's... Don't I, you love... I think it's a little different being than in that. On a, being in on, like, a fifth-round draft pick... I think it's more like that there's something that someone doesn't want you to know, you know, like it's, yeah, like that's it, probably true. That's yeah. a little bit more on the nose. It's, it's a, it's a secret. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I also, uh, like whatever you're talking, I didn't, I didn't know what, what way you were going with that drug you were talking about. It sounds like they're more, uh, against it, but I am kicking myself that like, this was just so, the whole thing is so thin. You know, like the, like just to kind of like type up random bullshit. And I know there was like a couple things of like, you know, the, the photograph, uh, that they said was in North Korea or whatever, like, uh, but I just feel like we could have done this and we'd be millionaires by now. It's, it's, I, there's, it's one of the million things that I look at and I'm like, I for sure could have done that. Like, and, and just the way that you could move markets with it now, like, cause I, I thought you were saying like, there's some drug that they were like, this is a super drug. It's going to fix everything for you. Uh, and like, I got to figure that that Alex Jane, that Alex Jones, uh, supplement grift, uh, the, the Q people got to be able to do that like a hundred times better. Right. Well, I mean, you could also get yourself in trouble because, uh, I think like within the last three days, uh, and I don't know that he's like. Hugh necessarily, but a guy who is the uh, owner of yeah, I started I reading say, that article. I didn't finish. Yeah, it, I think yeah. he's like one of the. It's the maybe like the top two Q websites. Is just some fucking guy in New Jersey, and he was arrested over the weekend. Oh, he was arrested. I don't know. I don't think I saw that. I didn't know that. Oh, I thought he was arrested. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought they just unmasked him. Um, but yeah, he was, he's like, uh, he's held positions of some note, like an in information, uh, it stuff like for, uh, yeah. banks. 
And uh, yeah, the, he like with uh, access to all of your data. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know that that makes sense. Like the, the those are skills you would be looking for if you're trying to run a large website. So yeah, I guess just back to my just to the original point. I I don't I don't know anyone who I don't really personally know anyone like this. I don't know anyone like your friend from Excel. I don't you know because I certainly know people who have you know, some wild, you know, right-leaning views, but they just don't really have time or they're not online enough to, to lean hard into this shit. But Because it really does take a good amount of work to, like, figure, figure out what the fuck they're talking about. It really, really does. <laughs> Which uh, I, I think that that's, the, that's, that's why it works, you know? Like, the, trying to get this secret knowledge, like, if, if, it's a, if someone's just giving it up to you pretty easy, then you're like, oh, this wasn't a secret at all. But if it's like, I got to go, you know, like seven decoder levels deep, then you're like, fuck, I'm working hard for this shit. This is good. Yeah. And again, if you watch that uh, to go all the way back to the social dilemma, I mean, it's exactly what you think it is. It's interviews with a ton of people who worked at, you know, Google, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook. And they're like, sorry, guys, didn't mean to do that. Yeah, I hear you. I, I don't know. I, I, I think a lot, like, we're talking about the downsides, so uh, I, I'm moving past saying that there are none. Um, but a lot of that stuff seems a little unproven to me. I mean, I guess I should watch the documentary and, and find out, but... Well, it may be unproven the impact, but what's not unproven is what their intent was. You know, yeah. they, I mean, they, they'll flat out tell you, you know, our intent was to get you addicted to this. Um, yeah, but I just don't know steps to, like... Uh, the fact that people use addicted like addiction like if you call anything an addiction like then you're you're leaving it as like uh not even challengeable that uh it doesn't actually do anything bad like like you're you're talking about like like heroin is the addiction we're always thinking of which like has clear downsides attached that are devastating looking at your phone a lot isn't really like that at all and I so that that's the part that gets me mad is like I, I know what the downsides of heroin are. Uh, people talk about looking at your phone in the exact same tone and don't even like stop to try and like attempt to demonstrate to me what they think that the downsides are. Well, I guess and you know this is something that you and I have have argued about over the years. Yes. I think uh, not so much just looking at the phone, but I think the idea of a curated existence. Um, perhaps you could, you could debate whether that's good or bad, but at least the way they stated, it's like the fact that it's happening is not really debatable. Like that we're, we're just, again, to overuse the term dopamine that like we were writing this to just continue to feed you things. And, you know, we both listened to rabbit hole and we, we did a podcast on it. So I don't know what, what fresh ground there is to cover here, but yeah, just the just, idea. You know, I, I, watch, I don't watch near as much YouTube as those guys, but I watch a decent amount of YouTube, and it's, I, I love that the algorithm's that way. It's fucking cool. I spend I a lot of... I don't watch anything political on YouTube. Though, oh, dude. I don't watch anything political on YouTube, but yeah, I just... Yeah, I mean, you know, I watch, like, how do you fix a diaper genie? Well, I, I, you know, just Woodstock 99 stuff mainly. Right, exactly. But if you're somebody who, who really, like, thinks that you can get opinions from that I yeah mean, but I, I, th I think most people are like us so i'm maybe. just saying this this thing that they were like we built a monster i'm like the monster that just shows me bush playing fucking glycerine 
Like, it in the rain? Doesn't seem scary to me. Seems fucking great. Build another one, dude. Yeah, yeah, and 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 again, I think on that on that point, I would just hit on something that that I've said since the start of this podcast is that I've always thought that you consistently, uh, possibly to a I don't want to say foolish, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. Degree apply your own intelligence and judgment to the general public more than you should. Yeah, but I, you know, whatever. That's uh, no one is going to be able to get outside of that. It's just, I mean, I, I, I probably am more idiosyncratic than the average person. So, like, it's a bigger problem that I do the same thing that everyone does. But everyone looks at the world and thinks that everyone's like them. Uh, I don't. I mean, like, I'm saying I'm idiosyncratic. So, like, obviously. Uh, I don't mean that like in an absolute terms, but there, there's times, there's of course there's times where you like you, whenever you're trying to fill in or guess what someone's thinking that you just kind of guess along the lines that, uh, you know, would, would, would seem natural to you. Like, I, I think that's like just an indelible part of being human. Yeah. And I guess earlier I did say, I'm not really sure, you know, if I would fall into queue if I had 70 hours of free time every week. So that somewhat runs counter. Uh, to me saying that I that I don't do that, but I don't know. I just, in general, uh, I don't know that I use YouTube in the way that people who can be affected by it when it comes to their opinions do. And, and I'm learning over the last year that there are a lot of those people. Now, I don't know how many. I don't know if it's enough to swing an election. I don't know if it's enough to... Uh, because again, like, and you know, Dan yeah, I mean, said if there's 10,000 of them, that would be like, you know, a ton. Uh, and like, if... But still, like negligible. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it depends like on what kind of scale we're talking about. About like coronavirus, you know, like uh, you know, I think it's a huge deal. But I don't know anybody who's died from it. Yeah. Um, you may know somebody who knew who knew somebody, but that doesn't mean that it's not a big deal. I don't. I, again, my my originating principle here was I don't know anybody who believes this stuff. But it seems like it's a lot. Is it enough to have an impact? I'm not sure, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, just the general thing of uh, of constantly just being shown things that that are what you want to see. And, you know, again, I'm not really the guy to talk to about this because I spent like four or five years listening to nothing but Michael Medved, Lauren Ingram, or Laura Ingram, uh, Mark Levin, Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck. Like, I was, I was fucking masochistically seeking out like things that I hated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think I know anyone uh, <laughs> who's done that aside from you. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, anyways, um, have you kept up with this, uh, this South Dakota attorney general story? <laughs> uh, yes, a little bit. <laughs> I, has there been any developments in the last 24 hours or anything? No, I think the only development as of today is just him, you know, putting a statement out. Did the statement, like, is he still sticking with, I thought it was, because, you know, do you want to explain, you think everyone knows, or? So, uh, South, Dakota, uh, South Dakota Attorney General heading home Saturday night from a uh, Republican, um, I think it was like a fundraiser, but it was probably just like a party. Mm-hmm. Um hit a deer what do you think the social distancing r- regimen was for that party uh super spreader 
Yeah. I just remind everyone that uh, the entire country of Ireland nearly changed government because of something like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this so guy hit a fucking human on the way home and uh, whoa, probably whoa, whoa. is going to be fine. Spo- you spoiled my story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, uh, he hit a, a deer, or is what he said, a large animal, likely a deer, in his, uh, in his statement to local media. Likely um, a deer. Jesus, dude. You, <laughs> but went, all right. You're not even back, lying good. Just be like, He went dude, back was the next day. I saw them fucking antlers. Yeah, and uh, he went back the next day and uh, found a body. He did, or they did? He did. He's the one that found the body? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well. Props to him for not burying yeah. it. Yeah, they, 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 uh, they, him and his chief of staff, which, god damn it, I would love to hear that phone call the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you gotta come out of here. I need your help. <laughs> no, t- no, I don't think it was a deer. <laughs> anyway, Jesus. Uh, it's Sunday morning, boss. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, this may just end up being a, uh, like a horrible mistake. Yeah, but I don't I know. know that, I, I know that if I did anything in a car that resulted in a crash at 1030 on a Saturday night after leaving a, quote, fundraiser, I know exactly what every one of you motherfuckers would be thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he lives in South Dakota. Right. I assume that they have a higher than normal amount of drunk driving. Yeah, probably so. Just any state where it's fe- like you know practically impossible, yeah. Or not not impossible, but you know difficult to. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of Uber in South Dakota is my point. Yeah. So he had a person, and they're dead. That's tough, man. I cannot imagine like going back out to just be like, and I mean, this deer thing just doesn't doesn't hold a lot of water. Like you wanted to check to make sure the deer was okay. That's why you went back. That's. By far the fishiest part. <laughs> I mean, you know, all of it's like, and I mean, I, I, I get what he's doing here. Like, he, he's willing to face the consequences of the, you know, the person dying, but like sticking me for the whole leaving the scene thing, like, that's a little excessive. I, I'm, I'm turning myself in on this body, guys. Like, let's, let's be cool here. Um, and like, so if I, if I'm, you know, doing this then i get to tell you what happened and what happened is i thought that i hit a deer uh but i i gotta say i'm a little surprised that he didn't that we're not telling the story of a south dakota attorney general who was caught with a shovel in his hands and body cooling next to him yeah doing everything he could to get rid of it yeah now i do know that you know in that part of the world um I do know that hitting a deer is a pretty common thing and that it's like extremely terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll total you, it'll total your car. Uh probably depends on the circumstance, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who knows? I mean, the guy might have been well, at this point, you'll probably never know, right? I mean, he wasn't blood tested, breathalyzed or field tested that night. So, I mean, it's probably just <laughs> There's probably not much else. It's it's probably, as I think Jordan said to us, a so they got away with that, huh? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I think that uh, he, he copped to the things that were going to be impossible for him to get out of and right. for everything else where it's like, well, I guess we'll never know. He was like, 
I'm not going to ask for extra punishments, uh, which makes some sense. Did you ever see uh, Michael Clayton? Did not. I know you've recommended it multiple times. Uh, I will add it to the biopic about the LSU receiver. No. Thousand yards in his rookie season and then never okay. came close again. One of the most yeah. confounding careers in my life. Um, but no, the, the, just the, uh, I think it's the opening scene. It's certainly early. Like it's to establish what, what George Clooney does. Uh, it's like some guy who's, you know, some big executive uh, that, that hit someone like Walt, like the person was jogging and like, he's like, it was misty out. Uh, and someone posted the clip like in response to the story. And uh, it is, it is just great. It's such a fucking, I mean, the movie's just fucking awesome to begin with, but like, you know, just Clooney, like fucking turning on the, the Clooniness uh, and just being like, you know, like the just being super cool while the guy's yelling and the guy's getting mad at Clooney because he's not like acting like a fixer and he's like listen man cops they love working these cases easy to clear gonna be done pretty quick they're done running the paint chips right now by the, by this time tomorrow they're gonna be looking for a Jaguar XJA you know like just the whole fucking thing it's uh it's good shit and I, I would assume that the DA knew that that they like to uh they yeah. like to, to work them hard clear them quick all right, well, I'm going to go watch basketball. I'm going to watch the White Sox hold on to this two-run lead and establish a three-game lead over the, uh, the Twins for the division. You do that. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.